Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. So happy y'all are with me today. Uh, It's interesting. When I uh, record these podcasts, majority of the time, it's because I have seen a theme uh, in my practice. Uh, And this podcast episode is no different uh, and it's on the topic of self-sabotage. Um, many, many of my clients are really <laughs> struggling with that and really trying to, to overcome the, the, the shadows and the demons that keep them from undermining themselves. You know, my clients and, of course, the, all the people that I, that I work with um, really want what's best for themselves um, and to achieve what they want to achieve, but somehow... They keep screwing things up because they intentionally undermine their ability to make progress through self-sabotage. I've done it, and I am sure one time or another y'all have too. Um, And so I wanted to ask ask you, how many times have you acted against your self-interest and then asked yourself, or really rather beat yourself up uh, and berated yourself, but why you were so self-destructive? Like, why did you do that thing that messed everything up? I can't begin to tell you how many times in my life where I knew it was in my best interest to do, but I turned the other cheek and I defied my truth, really, more times than I care to admit. And then, of course, I hope that no one would find out about how weak I was that I chose the supposedly like easy option uh, in certain situations. What ultimately turned out for me was that not only were those initial quick fix decisions faulty in the short term, meaning I could never feel quite clean about them because I knew better, but in the long term, They either caused me a ton of pain or they blew up in my face in some other way. I could not escape the feeling of uh, inadequacy. You see, for me and for many of you, we sabotage ourselves more often than we'd like to admit. And those types of decisions pile up. I don't know about you, but when you screw up enough, (laughs) when you screw up enough, all of a sudden it's like, holy crap, I've, I've made this uh, mountain out of a molehill and you just feel so overwhelmed and stuck. And, and you could begin to, to think some of these thoughts, like eventually I can't, I can't make good decisions. Maybe you say to yourself, the decisions that I make, well, they're really not bad. I mean, I could always do differently next time. I can just do it this time. Nobody will know. Maybe you think, I'm just a loser keep screwing up. Why doesn't my life get any better? I don't know about you, but I have thought about these three things and more every time I undermine myself. And the thing is, I knew it. 
I knew it every time I settled in a relationship, every time I let somebody maybe get away with manipulating me or telling me something that wasn't true or skirting an issue, you know, self-sabotage really is the anti-self. It's the cruel, scared part of ourselves that so easily rears its head when we perceive a situation to be difficult or when we believe that we aren't capable of living up to expectations from others and especially ourselves. If you're honest with yourself, you know that when you sabotage yourself, you are actually going against your goals. You're going against what you know is right for you. You are intentionally undermining your success. Pretty heavy, huh? I mean, who wants to admit that they do that? Um, no one. Not me. But for so many years, I have to tell you, I really felt like the screw-up of my family. I, I knew I was smart, even though I struggled with um, learning disabilities, uh, dyslexia, ADD. I was very easily distracted, hard to concentrate, hard to comprehend typical ADD symptoms. Um, and, of course, the dyslexia didn't help. Um, but it seemed that my family members... They, they, because they, they would say they wanted the best for me, um, they would share their opinions about maybe what I should be doing that I'm not, or why am I not doing this, but I should. And I do believe that, that they all came, especially my folks, came from a loving place. But what I experienced was judgment, judgment, and more judgment about how poor my judgment was, right? So that was it. I didn't need to keep hearing that. Trust me, it was, I felt like it had been very well established in my psyche that my judgment sucked. Time after time, relationship after relationship, I chose the wrong men. Family would tell me how they didn't understand why I would choose these guys because I'm such a great person. I have so much to offer. Why am I settling for these guys? And then guess what I felt? I felt stupid and I felt inadequate. And over the years, that kind of caring from my family just hurt. And looking back on all of that now, y'all, I know they came from a caring place, like I said, but I had to make all of those mistakes to become the person that I am today. It was part of my soul's path to connect with all these people and experience all this stuff. My path is such a different path from anybody else's in my family that there's no way they could have possibly understood why I was doing the things that I was doing. Hell, I didn't even understand it. So how were they supposed to? They came from their own perspective and their own rules and their own uh, uh, decisions, what they thought was right. All I knew was that I was just going to, going along with my life, making decisions here and choices there, and that I never felt like I measured up to what my family expected of me. Like I said, over time, that weighed heavily on me. I always say, if I only knew why I was going through 
what I was going through when I went through it, I would not have struggled so much. And that doesn't that make sense? Like if, if we knew then at the time why we were experiencing a struggle, God, insight would be abound. That's not how life is. We come into, we incarnate, we come into this life, uh, hitting the delete button on our memory and we have to go through, we have to go through. And usually it's after the fact that we become enlightened about the significance of the people and the experiences that, um, that we experience, but we, we don't know these things, right? So like I said, the purpose comes, uh, from circumstance. The biggest challenge I think that we all face when we're trying to course correct self-sabotaging behaviors, y'all, is to silence the critical voice inside. Like this is the number one thing. If you're ever going to stop screwing things up for yourself, and I say that very clearly because there are a lot of you out there who wonder why your life hasn't changed because you're doing the same thing. It's really, really weird. Y'all heard the the saying, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and hoping for a different result. Seriously, y'all, if that's you, y'all need to quit. Y'all need to really hear what I have to say, which is you can't do the same thing and see a different result. It's time to make a shift. The biggest root of the challenges that people with self-sabotaging behaviors have is the critical voice that keeps telling them, you fucked up one too many times. You might as well do it again because you've done too much damage to yourself. So you can play the victim or you can change the conversation that you have with yourself about your past and your future choices. Like I said, I always say change can happen in an instant. All it takes is one decision to change your life for the better. Seriously, one. I was talking today with a client. I did a reading for her. And she, uh, what I was picking up had to do with a relationship that she's at a pivotal point in her life. And she said, that's true. And she knows that she needs to get a divorce from this guy that she has no passion with. They've been together for a while. uh, And that she needs to change her life educationally. And um, and so (laughs) her spiritual uh, guide team and my spiritual guide team, boy, they kind of hammered it into her. By the time she left, she was she was really ready to move forward and change how she was do, living her life. She acknowledged that she was undermining herself. She acknowledged that she was settling for less and that she reached a point in her life where she just realized, I have no passion in my life. I'm just coasting. I don't want to do that anymore. So I was very, very pleased that she came in. But let's talk about how you can stop engaging in self sabotaging behaviors. First, become best friends with your critical voice. Stop ignoring, stop denying, pay attention because they are there to serve you. They are there to help you. They are there to let you know what isn't working. You've heard the saying, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Well, that's exactly what I'm talking about here. The enemy is the critical voice and the critical voice is. You know the kinds of thoughts that flow through your mind when you screw up. And even when you aren't in active self-destructive mode, y'all, the messages from your past, the messages from your critical voice, and your history of decisions and actions can wreak havoc on your self-confidence. 
get to know the thoughts that keep uh, keep you run down, that keep you feeling bad about yourself, keep you feeling discouraged and belittled, and challenge them. Although they're just thoughts, thoughts can change on a dime, and so can beliefs. Your job is to defy these critical thoughts, y'all, and beliefs, and create new and positive perceptions, ways of thinking, beliefs, and silence the critical thoughts for good. Number two, notice the feelings that come up when you think about ending self-sabotage. Changing beliefs and thoughts that undermine your success and self-confidence can be really scary because it's new. We can get so comfortable in doing things that uh, we can live in pain. It's very interesting. There's so many people that live in pain, they hate it, but it's comfortable. They can predict it. They know exactly what to do. It's kind of like the child who's abused. Um, There's such anxiety. Let's say, for example, maybe maybe you were abused and maybe your, your abuser... Uh, had a personality disorder, rage disorder, bipolar disorder, or was an addict. And, um, and once they maybe started to drink, that you knew their personality changed. So rather than waiting around for them to uh, find something wrong and, and beat you, um, you would uh, provoke so that you could get the abuse over with. This is the same thing. It can be very, very, very scary, anxiety-provoking, to, to enlist uh, uh, success and self-confidence. It feels new and unusual. But what's really happening is that you're challenging your old way of living and believing. You're looking at these destructive patterns that have been ingrained in you and finally saying, you know what, I'm done with you. I don't know what's on the other side of I'm done with you, but I really am. Well, okay, now what? Number three, let go of what doesn't serve you anymore. For many of you, just like me, you have carried old habits of survival and self-defense along with you for much of your life. You've needed to be on guard, suspicious, doubtful, insecure, cautioned, or whatever other way you want to describe who you were or how you had to be along the way that kept you small and not living up to your potential. You, like I, know which of those old habits really don't work anymore. You may be able to replicate patterns of behaviors with others and within relationships on a dime, like you're good at that, but that doesn't mean that they're healthy or useful anymore. Just predictable. And sometimes predictability can seem comforting but only for the short term because we live with the truth of ourselves and what we know we want for ourselves. So it's time to get a new game plan with some new ground rules. Become aware of those outdated beliefs that worked when you were young. Open your heart to possibilities that you can accomplish what you want to accomplish and that you do deserve all the success and abundance that is rightfully yours. Remove yourself from your comfort zone of habitual thinking and replace that outdated intelligence with new expansive intelligence and seek out people, y'all, who can help you achieve what you want to achieve. My favorite saying in the whole world, it's this proverb, let go or be dragged. It's a Zen proverb. 
let go, or be dragged. Once you can get familiar with your defenses and thoughts that keep you small and protected, you can learn to say adios to those practices and habits that are no longer needed. And guess what? You get to feel liberated to live in your full potential without guilt, without shame, without regret, or obligation to please anyone else but you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Um, It was important for me to talk about. Again, a theme in my work with my clients, so I always write about those themes that I see because I know somebody else out there like you is struggling with it and you want to change your life, you just don't know how. If you're ready to take a deep dive, if you're ready to make significant shifts, reach out to me. Uh, We can do a, a complimentary consultation where I can really find out where you're at and what you want to accomplish and how we can work together. Call my office, 404-558-3971. Reach out to me via email, Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. If you'd like a reading around any aspect of your life, you have trouble making a decision, you need to figure out a relationship, you, um, you're you on the crux of something big with your business and you want some uh, spiritual insight, reach out because, boy, the stuff that comes through is amazeballs, amazeballs. So give me a call. Uh, 404-558-3971, Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. Always, please do me a favor, hop over to iTunes, rate and review my podcast. Uh, The more people that can know about me, the more people I can help. So please spread the word. Have a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes. 